0: We've made it. Tom, we're in Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas. (laughs) Where are the fours? Dog. I'm fan. We're channeling a midlife crisis on the, the go homiest of go homes. The day before, the night that was, we're literally in Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas. Saturday morning superstars. Vestal Virgins.
1: <laughs> yes. Wild beasts. That are Vestal Virgins.
0: <laughs> like wild beasts? I was like, oh, yeah, there, there's a camel. Oh, The Undertaker has this big uh, vulture guy. The best. Undertaker entrances for the worst Undertaker match. That's true. There's an elephant too. All right. All right. Let's set the stage here. This is, <laughs> Macho is so coked up. This is his episode. I love this.
1: The first thing I noticed about this episode, this reminds me of like the mid-90s retrospective episodes of like Full House Yes. Or my two heads. It's, it's like, like,
0: remember the time we... <laughs> we have to make up an episode. That's exactly what this is. Let's set the stage here. We got Vince yes. in his uh, business casual...
1: Yes, I have it. It's the 90s rayon black and brown print.
0: Shirt tucked in, pants to yes. his nipples. The Macho yes. Man, is he's just wearing his spandex pants and a, a Headlock on Hunger shirt. Yes,
1: then, it's a specific Headlock on Hunger shirt because it still has all the Macho Man... Stuff all over it. Wearing it unless it's got my flair, yeah. Yes, yes. He's got his rockers wrestling tights with yellow hand tape. And the hat, the hat kind of looks plastic. It looks like one of those hats you would find in like a costume shop.
0: The king is like, he's got a purple blazer because he's royal and a black t-shirt. And they're standing outside of Caesar's palace by the water fountain just to torture the sound guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Where are we recording?
1: (laughs) Right by the flowing water fountain. God damn it. Every shot that they take here has to be by some sort of fountain or some sculpture in the back just to remind us that they are at Caesar's Palace.
0: Yeah. Son guys like can you record near any more white noise, please? (laughs) Can't hear shit over here. Yeah, please. Oh, macho is coked to a
1: new level. He's all over the place. He can't understand everything that's going on in Vegas right now. It's like he has never ever been outside of a wrestling arena and all of a sudden he realized there are things you can do.
0: That's probably it. He's like too much to see. Yes. (laughs) He's like a squirrel on catnip and crack.
1: I recall, you know, the interview that they did months upon months ago with Gene in an empty arena, and he was shocked there were no people there. <laughs> so I think he just lives in these arenas, mm-hmm. and then when they, they they take him out every once in a while, they they bring him out of his cage, and he just he just lets loose.
0: He's something else. He's totally off script. It's great. This is like mm-hmm. my favorite macho man event of all time. We immediately go to what is called superstars. It can't yes. possibly be superstars because no. out comes Mister Perfect, Bobby the Brain, and yes. Gorilla Monsoon are announcing. They say, yeah. "Hey, it's great being on Superstars. This is obviously the challenge set."
1: Yeah, it's the full-on challenge set. The only thing you can't see are the challenge banners in the in the background. They they are not there. So, but yeah, it's completely just these are what I would think are leftover matches from challenge tapings. That they just kind of threw on top to fill time.
0: Do you know where this is? Or is it too much of a mismatch? Um, I think some of it is a mismatch, actually. Here's why I'm asking. There's this little boy holding his always be closing WrestleMania Mr. Perfect action figure. Mm. A always B B C closing. He has two gold chains. Yeah. He's wearing Dallas Cowboys shit. But the guy behind him has a Chicago White Sox
1: shirt. The (laughs) dude next to him is a little boy in an Oakland Raiders jersey. So it's still saying that they are in North Charleston, South Carolina, which is where we were last week. This was originally taped the 8th of March, the very beginning of this uh, month. And what I'm betting is that one day was, you know, they did their taping for Superstars, but they also did their taping for Challenge.
0: Although it's the Challenge set, Gorilla says he's so glad to see Mike McGurk again because Mike McGurk switched shows. Mm-hmm. It's got a superstars banner. It's a challenge set. It's got the challenge <laughs> announcers and Mike McGurk. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this episode is the greatest run of red tights. Oh, yeah. I have seen in forever. Oh, yeah. We start with Dwayne
1: Gill. We do. We had, uh Mr. Perfect versus Dwayne Gill in our opening bout. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a good time. We, we're going to have some fun with this one. Dwayne Gill looking extremely hairy, but he's
0: wearing the same kind of tights as Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect mocks him. He like grabs his tights. He's like, are you wearing my shit? And then slaps him in the face.
1: <laughs> he's playing the heel again. He's like, oh, wait, shit. I'm supposed to be the good guy here. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Mr. Perfect's
0: penis is lined up right with Grain Gill. Again, Perfect needed something onto that outfit because holy shit. He needs a cod piece. Yeah. Cover them shit up. We don't need so much definition there, buddy. I was watching Perfect. He like, he does not know how to be a good guy. No. Also, Perfect is legendary for like bouncing for guys who couldn't couldn't wrestle that well. Like, he made Brutus the Barber Beefcake look unbelievable. Brutus would just like, punch him and perfect. We'd oversell like crazy, but somehow make it look realistic. He doesn't have to sell anything as a good guy like that. He's like confused. Even when he
1: wins, he's like, yay? Well yeah, like here's the here's the thing, because this is how much of um, like the sheep the audience were at this time. And it was it was so much more dictated by Vince and, and the writers of who the audience liked. He could still do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And nobody even like paid it any attention or just like, hey, hey, it's a good guy. It's the same idea as like the Nasty Boys. Everything the Nasty Boys did as heels, they do as baby faces and the audience loves them. They really changed their act. Yeah. And Perfect didn't either. Like stoop to the bad guys' level all the time and get cheered for it. Like he'd, oh, yeah. he'd, he'd
0: hit people with a chair. He'd yeah. Dwayne Gill is actually wrestling more like perfect than perfect. He's like bouncing all over the place. Dwayne Gill is a master <laughs> red kite.
1: Yes, he is. And he's in red. Yes, he is He's playing the part perfectly. Go, <laughs> so, Dwayne
0: Gill. Dwayne Gill is our next friend
1: of the show. We got to find him. Yeah. When's
0: your birthday again? August? Some such.
1: Oh, uh, like? somewhere somewhere in July. June? July. I gotta I gotta buy you a gift first. Don't buy me <laughs> anything else because I'm feeling awful. For the show man relax i know i know perfect beats on gil for a little while on the corner clothes lines him and as gil was running on, on the apron and then perfect lowers a strap and he's like all right let's go and he does like this like pump handle yeah. like maneuver to the audience like is that the new signal for the perfect plex yeah, what is that, that?
0: equals perfect plex like, okay yeah rumor warrior boat or lifting weights <laughs> equals perfect flex. yes he calls for it twice. He's like, "Now you're going to see a perfect plex," which was what he'd say before he did the perfect plex. Okay, I always thought that was pretty lame. Yeah, I'm beginning to think we don't see the perfect plex anymore because the Ooh. perfect plex looks something that you can very easily kick out. Of. Like the guy would it, actually have to be unconscious not to just be able to. Swipe yeah,
1: I guess that's that's kind of what they're what they're looking to go for with that. But the only thing I can think of is that yes, he's not only is he suplexing him and knocking him out but you know keeping him in that position with the bridge the bridge is also supposed to be part of the whole gimmick that you can hold him there in that bridge it gives him extra leverage
0: it also looked like something that doesn't look finishing like you can get out of it. we do get out of it and we're into a lex luger oh my goodness in full gear like everybody else is dressed casually lex is in just like full-on gonna tried not to burn up and re-entry
1: robe. Yeah. The mothership has landed next to Caesar's Palace by yet another fountain. It is a different fountain, isn't it? Yeah. And Luger's doing like a little bit of, you know, his his promo here. I feel like Luger's promos are the beginning of scripting promos. Yeah. To me. Because like I, I I know that Luger wasn't like a big talker when he was in WCW, but it just feels like these promos are so well rehearsed with him because he knows like where he's going. Like there's no thought process to it. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. This is what I'm going to say. Here's my little tagline. Boom, I've got it. And, and you know, he's not coming off with, coming up with these off the cuff.
0: No. I like how they picked the reflecting pool for Luger because he looks at himself in the mirror. Like that's how yeah. I have his interview. So yeah. Mr. Caesar, whoever owns Caesar's Palace at this point, obviously the contract was like, you got to promote our gift shop because <laughs> this is the beginning of two separate occasions where they have complete segments talking about shopping at the gift shop at Caesar.
1: <laughs> yes. And Macho cannot believe that you can shop. <laughs> <laughs> He's like stunned. <laughs> they got merch. Wait a minute. We've
0: been watching morons wearing oversized t shirts for seven weeks. Oh, yeah. And they got exactly. merch.
1: He's been selling his shit. You know, years upon years at wrestling shows, but he comes to Caesars and all of a sudden he going go and shopping, you know, machos be shopping, man. Machos be shopping.
0: <laughs> the inside of Caesars looks like the inside of Jersey Caesars. They had the indoor outdoor looking thing. If you ever been mm-hmm. to Caesars Palace in Elenic yes, City. I have they have the uh, the roof painted like uh, the sky and way back when they had the wild west one next door they had the dome and uh, some animatronics and a storm and an explosion kind of like a rainforest cafe where they'd have indoor things so they're inside but it looks outside a storm's a brewing thing a phony storm very thematic big old pegasus with the fountain macho has got total coke
1: <laughs> he's like running in and out of frame. He doesn't know what's going on he here. He
0: just leaves from the left hand side, to the right hand side, running behind people during this entire scene, just going from shop to shop, but buying mm-hmm. nothing. No, he's
1: not bringing any together. I think he does. Does he have like a bag in his hand at one point? That's probably where he's hiding his coke.
0: <laughs> it's just the money's burning a hole in his pocket. He's wearing spandex. He doesn't have any pockets. (laughs) There's no pockets in spandex. This is more of a tour of Caesars than talking about WrestleMania. He's like, they've got a pool. This is like really trying to sell the hotel here.
1: He's doing his best to make sure that Caesars gets their money's worth out of this whole thing, just in case they have to come back next year.
0: Oh, God forbid. I feel like when they put Trump Plaza twice in a row.
1: The wrestlers really like
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, the wrestlers love it. Oh, we got a WrestleMania payout. Yeah, he just threw it in the machine. Put it, <laughs> put it all on black. Oh, duh. No.
1: I hit on 20. That's what I'm thinking. Robert Redford's walking away with Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, no. Monster, what happened? I lost <laughs> it all, man. you <laughs> do it for the kids. He
0: spends his WrestleMania payout. Loses it all on poker. Yep. That's the indecent proposal It's exactly. Elizabeth. <laughs> get the cash. I'll get it back in one night.
1: That's exactly what's going to happen. Well, we go from there and Vince kicks it on over to Gene Okerlin who is back in our arena. One of the, the few that we might be in today. Who knows? I did find out. So this particular interview was from the Superstars taping in North Charleston, I believe. So I think the perfect match was from the Challenge But this Mm -hmm. particular thing was from the Superstars taping, which was on the 8th.
0: I like how they kept Bobby the Brain and Gurley Monsoon as the announcers trying to sell Mm -hmm. that this is happening on your television. These matches are happening live. Mm -hmm. And the three announcers that you'd normally see are live Mm -hmm. over at uh, Caesars Palace. It's not like these were pre-taped. These are happening on Saturday. But our main guys are already there, so they, they changed the announcers up so they don't appear two places at once.
1: Yeah. He's welcoming the Mega Maniacs and Jimmy Hart to the interview platform, and I kind of felt like when the hogie music hits, very, like, lukewarmish reception. If you look at the audience, when the music actually hits, I don't know if maybe it was just, like, a B-roll shot of the audience or something, but, like, only half of them stand up.
0: Yeah, I mean... Every time I saw a guy in a tag team, I wish they weren't because nothing's going to be on the line. You're only going to get like half of what you'd normally get instead of twice as much. Yeah. That could have been it. Also, oh, God, it's over. You know, it's been a year. Yeah. We've been telling stories about everybody else. And here comes the dude into a tag team title picture that he shouldn't have been in. We have at seven minutes, 46 seconds, a sign of the time. A Hulkamania Lives banner printed (laughs) from print shop off of a dot matrix printer. All right. Taped to a wrapping paper tube. This guy went all out, man. And a homemade poster behind it. Cut and glued stuff on a poster board. That's the most early 90s thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. So we've gone through this many, many times before how everything that they're talking about is over the top. And this is another part of like how the whole bit is starting to be played out with Hogan at this point because everything is just too far over the top. It's too Superman-ish. You know, if they would have come back down to Earth a little bit and started doing more like Brett Sean promos, and I think I talked about this last week, maybe it would have seemed a little bit better. He's going to help the deficit and he's going to save Bill Clinton. And- yeah. <laughs> What else are talking about? You don't have to do this. You, you just have to win the match. That's it. Yeah, talk about the match. You're not creating world peace.
0: It's like the nation's <laughs> on the line by fighting IRS. Yeah. Another thing that might be a problem for the crowd is they're way up towards the edge of the arena, facing mm. away from the crowd. The camera's the only thing catching their faces. They're doing this entire thing with their back to the audience. Like there's some kind of fusion band doing experimental (laughs) jazz in the middle of California. I'm just going to play to the wall, play to the wall. then they put Jimmy Hart on their thing and he's squeaking.
1: Yeah, lining up teams to face the Mega Maniacs for the titles. Because of course they're going to win them. So they will have a world tour for teams to face them. He then switches it over to Beefcake and Beefcake says he's the detail man. And we'll make sure that the title belts fit perfectly on the handlebars of the, of course, Harley-Davidson's. Because that's, you know, that's where we are at this point in life. Our our, our status is defined by the fact that we drive Harley-Davidson's. It's a rebel.
0: Rebels drive yeah. motorcycles,
1: start bad asses. It gets worse and worse after <laughs> that until... All of a sudden, Hogan just starts hitting Beefcake over the head with the briefcase again. And they actually—it sounds like they added in sound effects, like <laughs> enhanced Like it wasn't that, but it was like, <laughs> it didn't sound like. It, it sounded like it was uh, overdubbed in because it was like this big, like fog type sound. When he would, when he would hit the mask, so I, I can only imagine that they they added that in.
0: We tested his mask. We broke down the Brooklyn Bridge and oh I took God. a bull and cracked it over coconuts.
1: <laughs> what the
0: fuck is he talking? Why did we think the warrior was so unintelligible?
1: Like I know, I am kicking myself right <laughs> the now. The warrior like made well, more sense to myself. Not- Why was I into this stuff? I never, t- like, even when I was, like, a huge Hogan fan in the late 80s, I never talked like this. You know, I was never trying to be the Hulk Hogan logo, saying I'm going to lift a 50-ton elephant over my head and hurl it at Andre the Giant and believed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I could believe that the warrior was completely batshit. Yeah.
1: That
0: <laughs> made sense to me. Because he was completely shit,
1: Yeah. This has to be. One of the longest day's promos right. that we have seen. Like they are up here for a good three, four minutes of this episode on here. Like what, what's my time right now? So it's 929. I'm not even to the end of it. I just want to see like, it's what, what's 649. The 649 is when it starts and it doesn't right. end. Does it really end until 1322?
0: Well, yeah. And then right after that, we have that stupid promo of Hulk Hogan looking like a Greek god. He was champion for the five million years. He's the greatest (laughs) sellout of every high school
1: gymnasium we've been in since 1991. Yes. It's that kind of shit. I was trying to think. It was like of the deist promos we've had, like going all the way back to like Ultra Warrior Touching the little kids inappropriately. <laughs> the nasty boys throwing Jimmy Hart off onto IRS. Like even those promos, which are up on the dais, maybe yeah. two and a half minutes tops. This is like six minutes of the show right here. Nine. Yeah. i oh
0: yeah. In a 44 oh, minute show.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we don't much. need that much Hogan. No, Don't need that much Hogan.
0: Oh, we're going to skip to Mike McGurk because it's Mike McGurk. I love Mike McGurk. Look at that.
1: Although I will say, I, she looks a little hungover on this one. <laughs> she does. She's got bags under her eyes. Like, be Brian Blair was out too late. Yeah, she's got, she got the bags in her eyes. She doesn't have the side pony. She's got to keep the side pony. That was that was the way to do it with the Mike McGurk.
0: We have a, a journeyman, red tight. We've seen it before. Yes. we
1: Glenn Ruth. Yes. Also known as Thrasher of the Hegbangers. That's right. Man, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. It's it like- has been quite a while. He was on, on some of our first episodes.
0: Do you think he was just lived in California whenever they spun around? He was one of the go
1: to's. Well, but they're not in California for this. They're still in South Carolina. Maybe he's maybe he lived there. So, <laughs> so, yeah, for this, uh, right. I don't know Every wherever, wherever he came from, but yeah, we haven't seen him for a while. But he is back and he is facing Bam Bam Bigelow. This was another thing that I found out because obviously, you know, it's, it's a typical Bigelow match. Bigelow headbutts, and every site that I came up with says they it, it was. Supposed to take place, but it just didn't. And there's it no time. They that's that's what they're thinking. It was like canceled without explanation, mm-hmm. possibly time issues. So they, yeah. So this match, Glenn Ruth, as the announcers are talking about the Bigelow Kamala wrestling match. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, because I've seen WrestleMania 9 before, and I was like, I don't remember the Bigelow Kamala match. There wasn't one. So I, I did a little research. The Bam Bam Bigelow versus Kamala match does happen, but it doesn't happen at WrestleMania. So we're going to see, I think, like right after WrestleMania, we're going to see that match.
0: Now, we've had matches that were, we'd heard about. They didn't show up on the pay-per-view. Yeah. They were a dark match before. And yeah. remember, like, back in the day, video, if it was going to be in good quality, could mm-hmm. only hold up two hours.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe it was a dark match, and that's yeah. why I didn't see it. But no, no, one of my research were like, nope, never happened. So it will happen. They they just cut it completely, and no explanation as to why. That's, that's kind of weird. I mean, I was actually looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. I was thinking, I was like, this could be a pretty good match. So I was like, what do you know? Because I like, I don't remember seeing it. And it's not on the card anywhere. And then when, yeah, the, the other sites I said, just, yeah. You know, canceled without explanation. The one thing I found says the match later happened on WWF Superstars of Wrestling with Bam Bam getting the pinfall. So, spoiler. Sorry. This is
0: like Pee Big Adventure when they showed us the boomerang bow tie but never used Yeah. It's like the credits rolling on a porno and there not being any sex. You're like, what, what happened?
1: happened? <laughs> Did I miss it?
0: <laughs> Was I held for that long? Bam Bam just... I I didn't count them, but there's got to be like five diving headbutts from, you know, it just keeps on falling on the guy with his noggin. Yeah. This is his best outfit. This was the outfit I liked the most. It's like barely any yellow, no yellow boots with yellow pants, just all black and flames.
1: Yeah. Flames with the yellow on the inside, but then the blue and the red to highlight it on the outside. But yeah, you need the black. As I've said before, it's very thinning.
0: Vince and the king are out by the pool.
1: Oh my goodness. This
0: the tour continues.
1: I have, I have this I have issues with this whole segment. Do you want to set the scene? I do.
0: <laughs> I want to set the scene because this became such a big talking point in 97-ish, where apparently Vince was not in the arena. Sean is like in his full fuck you mode. And he throws a speedo on, stuffs his well, biker pants or whatever, and stuffs his shorts and goes out on the air on Monday Mm. Night Raw, where everybody, like, they'll look at his schlock and, oh, (laughs) how terrible. It's awful. What a degenerate. And here we are on basically a kid's cartoon show. (laughs) Yeah. Where the lone cameraman is three feet under the crotch of Shawn Michaels, who is on the lifeguard stand yeah. with knees in other time zones. The entire interview is of Shawn Michaels' crotch. He's yes. wearing—he's not wearing his gear. He's only wearing the speedo part of his tights, mm-hmm. not, not the full long boy legs, just no. the speedo part of his tights, a rope that's supposed to cover it, but he
1: hasn't hiked up. Yeah. <laughs> All you see is Shawn Michaels' Schlum. They couldn't have made this more intentional. No. It was so intentional. You can actually see the camera kind of moving like cause he's on a Sean's on a swivel chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like constantly moving back and forth. And the camera's going with it. It's just following his slong around. There's a follow focus,
0: like keeping it tightened frame like completely <laughs> focused. I don't even know what the hell he was talking about because I was like, what are they doing with a shot? Why is this yeah. shot of nothing but Shawn Michaels Crotch? Right now I
1: have my screen paused mm-hmm. just so I can kind of follow along as we're talking. If my wife would come down right now yeah. she would think we were watching some something way different. She's like, hey, what's this? <laughs> this is wrestling? Yeah.
0: You've been watching yeah. this for forty years and never told me this is wrestling? I always yeah. thought it was stupid.
1: Yeah, now she, she understands.
0: And she's yeah. a fan. She's, she runs home. She's like, AEW on. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go.
1: go. There's oh, nothing man. but
0: guys and speedos. Yeah, yeah. Muscular men is. Uh, I just
1: yeah. My one note on this is just fire the cameraman for that angle because I can't watch it anymore. It's like the sun. You can't stare for way too long. It was like, what was this promo about again? Vince is standing
0: right there. You know, it's like, yeah. Make sure you get his crotch.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Sean is reminded of how Tatanka has pinned him twice, but he says that much like the losers that come out to Vegas, Tonka relies on luck and eventually luck always runs out. Sean says he's not concerned about anything and that the only thing that he is concerned about is that he might walk into WrestleMania with a tan line upon which he opens his robe up and we're like oh no here comes the full monty but it's just the he's got the title on so he's alluding to the fact that he might have a tan line from his title (laughs) you
0: think the initial gag was supposed to be he's nude
1: i don't know i don't know man it's it's just it's wrong on so many levels (laughs) i'm gonna unpress pause so we can get past this Well, we're not
0: too much past it because back on Super Challenge,
1: we have, yes. we have Tatanka running in. Tatanka is going to face another one of our favorite red tights, Barry Hardy, who is right. the tag team partner of Dwayne Gill. Yes. So. which
0: We think this was definitely this the same weekend or the same show because we saw them yeah.
1: as a tag team exactly. against the Nasty last Boys, week. right? Against the Nasty Boys last week.
0: It's kind of funny. Because seeing them separately, they kind of do look like they were trying to... like You were saying that they were tag team champions in whatever Mm original bullshit they were in. It's the
1: Lords of Darkness. It's awesome. The Lords of Darkness. I just don't see Dwayne Gill as a Lord of Darkness. I don't know. Maybe more like dark eyeliner or something. But this picture like Dwayne Gill with a robe on. (laughs) They both have
0: these neon mullets with the side shave, but those are dyed dark. Yeah. They're both wearing you know the mr perfect style is it a singlet they're always called singlets i always thought the singlet was the one with the one strap i don't know what it is Mm. but he's in the the same gear as perfect whatever that is Uh, he's wearing that and he's he's trying to wrestle with tataka tataka is nimble ish tataka can kind of jump over the guy he can kind of leapfrog he can he's a big man he's trying to do smaller man moves the red tight really has to work for him. Yeah. And he looks bigger and not bigger in a good way. It just looks like beer bellied up. Like he's not as chiseled as he once was. He's, he's got a big barley
1: tummy this time. Tatanka whips Hardy into the corner. He gives him the atomic drop as Heenan's making jokes at Tatanka's expense. Heenan is making every single possible Indian joke that he couldn't use today.
0: Bobby the Brand says, you called him a dummy Indian? He goes, no, lumpy Indian. That's the tribe he's from, you imbecile. Yeah. I like how Barry Hardy plays the red tight role as not just a throwing dummy. He does it as a heel. He gives a thumb to the eye. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that was just a way to set up a Tataka's Hulk up where yeah. uh, you need to get a little offense on Tataka. So it looks like he's impervious to them as he this is a Hulk up. He kind of skips around the ring. up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Indian war dances up. So he's now indestructible. Yeah. And this venue looks like a fire hall. I don't know where they are. <laughs> It's like this weenie concession stand. We got Sean Mooney in the event center available yeah. this Sunday. This is, I mean, they're just trying to sell the hell. Like, this is your last chance to get it. Go call your cable company. Go get it now. Be a part of it. Please. You're going to miss out on all this. <laughs> please, please buy it. Please buy it. They
1: spare us from chipping of yesteryear. We get the get of my own. A little bit of Razor Ramon, yeah, I was almost ready for a Bob Backlund promo, but no, he flips it over to Razor and Razor basically says, you know, listen to me, this Sunday Backlund time is running out. Your success is in the past and Razor is going to kill Caesar before he kills Backlund. Okay, (laughs) sure.
0: And that's it. That's the only promo of that segment. (laughs) Finally, get a recap of Doink beating the shit out of Crush with a prosthetic arm. (laughs) Because remember, we were talking about that happened so long ago.
1: Yeah, it was like back in in February that that happened, like two weeks before the Rumble. Oh, wait, so it would have been January because the Rumble was at the end of January. So we get that whole thing going on there about... Crush getting hit with a prosthetic arm.
0: Macho ha- comes in with a shopping bag from a shopping trip. Well, that's like, he might have his Coke in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, he can hide that pretty well. We
0: switch right over to the Doink match. And you are right. Doink has a more shapely his mm-hmm. wig. Is Maybe it's getting in his eyes. I don't know, but it's like real, t- he's got real tight. He's got, he's got a tight fade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should have come in with a bunch <laughs> of different ones. Like the <laughs>
1: kid in play. Yes. New, dreadlocks one went dreadlock, yeah, New hairstyle Every single time He is facing Dale Wolf Who yes. we have seen before And Dale Wolf Was a doink As well No kidding um, Yeah So he plays And I kind of look like When I'm watching this match I'm like yeah They both kind of have You know A little bit of the same build And everything So Dale Wolf had 142 matches Not all is doink But those are the ones That they they have Marked down And some of them He played doink Me nice. He's probably like I can do After it, can Matt Gordon like I can yeah, <laughs> he's like looking, he's staring down his future right he's now. it's
0: like, something special. I could be you. Yeah, this match is super quick. Like Doink kicks his ass and puts him in his whatever the the crotch behind the head move is, and he yeah. jumps out.
1: Shoot, what was it? It's the stump stump puller. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And yes, yeah. it's called the stump puller. You can't pull the stump uh-huh. unless you're turned the other way. <laughs> After the match, Doink has a package by mm-hmm. the side of the, the ring there and he takes a pie out of it and proceeds to shove it into wolf's face as if to say fuck you for taking my gimmick i mean it gets real ridiculous when people trying to bite your style you know what i'm saying
0: finally we have what we've been talking about why we have like a mega wrestler dressed as a clown he should have all sorts of goofy clown gimmicks and we get a little bit of taste of that with a yes. pie in the face but, Yes, just after the fact but, yeah it should be like during the match we need yeah. Toy buzzers, made all sorts of shit. The tour of Caesar's Palace continues, then like the VIP room. They're going over all the shit you're going to see. They show <laughs> Giant Gonzalez showing up at uh, the Royal Rumble. Yes. Eliminating the Undertaker, of giving him a chokeslam. When they come mm-hmm. back from that, this was the most impressive I've ever seen Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez shakes the hand of the king, and the king looks like a third of this dude. Yeah. They got him all shoulder padded out in a suit.
1: Yeah, I, I want to know where they found that suit. That suit uh, had to be monstrous. Holy crap. Yeah, he's enormous. And Harvey yeah.
0: everything for it. Harvey sells the match. He goes, and you tell him big. And all giant yeah. Gonzalez has to go, Undertaker, you rolled snake eyes. And he barely does it.
1: Yeah, he, he barely made it through his one line that he had to memorize there.
0: But he does the, the throwing of the the uh, dice, and he's mm. in this suit. He's like, <laughs> so John Gonzalez, the the OG
1: gangster dude. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with his his ladies. <laughs>
0: yeah, like he looks like he should be on The Sopranos. It's
1: yeah, right.
0: He's, he's and he's doing all sorts of
1: cut your head yeah, off the, move, the, and the the chopping head. moves. Yeah,
0: he's holding both his lapels. Like yeah. Yep. Okay going to have
1: to help me the next match. Okay. We have a red tight in the ring. Who is this man? All right. So his name is Bur- Virgil. Virgil. Bur- Bur- Virgil. Or he might be, you know, descendant of Gilbert. Virgil, Bur- Bur- Virgil, I don't know. Yeah. He has several matches to his name. He's actually won a few against, I guess, some lesser red tights. Yeah. I I, I haven't seen this guy before, but I, he, he must be pretty good to go against Giant Gonzalez.
0: Well, he's wearing these candy striped zebra ish pants with tassels. And yeah. he's, he looks Bill. He looks like he could have been someone, maybe a valet at one point. I don't know. And Virgil is taking on Giant Gonzalez by eluding him. He's juking mm-hmm. and jiving and kind of like doing boxing moves without actually ever hitting him. He yeah. does this very odd test of strength where Virgil gets on the top rope, which seems like a way to put himself in jeopardy, and grabs the hands <laughs> of Giant Gonzalez to to do a test of strength from the top
1: rope. Yeah, it's it's very awkward because it looks like, you know, he went to the top rope and he was actually above him, so he would you he would think he would have more, you know, weight more going leverage. into that. So, yeah, more leverage. And then, you know, he goes down to the rope under that to make it look more menacing that the Giant Gonzales is, is <laughs> you know overpowering him You're and it just doesn't come off. short right. oh sorry
0: <laughs> sorry man while he's up there doing the test of strength mm. on the top rope gorilla monsoon says i would just drop kick him and bobby the Brick because do you think giant gonzalez can get up that high no girl is obviously referring to virgil because he's up there he's like i just kick him <laughs> yeah it's like i don't think giant gonzalez can get that high he's so quick-witted that he flipped yeah. the entire thing on him That's basically the only move we get.
1: It was was just a very awkward spot.
0: We get the test of strength. We get a throw into the rope, Mm -hmm. which is evaded. We have a no-sell drop kick, followed by a no-sell drop kick, and then a choke slam.
1: It's like the first one hits him, and then the second one, like, Gonzalez, like, swipes away, but it doesn't even come close to hitting him in the first place.
0: Yeah. Jack Gonzalez is only capable of holding a guy by the neck, and that is all we're going to get out of this, dude.
1: Yeah. No, I, I was actually impressed with this match, not because it was a good match, but because it was a lot more than I expected. Giant Gonzalez to do. I thought he was just going to get in there and go like you know stretch his arms out wide. <laughs> Virgil, runs, Virgil, out Virgil runs out of the ring. Virgil runs out of the ring. That's all. That's all I got. But no, there was actually some contact made here, so I, I will at least give him that.
0: You think that Undertaker's like, what do you? What am I going to do? My entrance yep. better be f-ing awesome, Vince. I better be on a chariot with a goddamn vulture <laughs> to cover this poor shit. Done. Someone get on a bird. Yeah. Steiners are in the kill
1: two mother Yes. So we have George South and Tom Jones, and there was so much information It's not unusual on to be <laughs> love <laughs> by everyone. That's what I say. But both of these guys, I had so much information on them because they are both real wrestlers. They have like specific websites. Like I couldn't write it all down. Wow. So I had to, I had to like, I just put links on my notes because I was like, I'm not writing all this down. So I'm, I'm just going to kind of scroll down here. So our first gentleman is George South. He, he's been wrestling for over 30 years. Has appeared in Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, National Wrestling Alliance, the PWF, or the Pro Wrestling Federation, World Championship Wrestling, World Wrestling Federation. Is best known for his many appearances on the Jim Crockett Promotions. Also won the NWA Georgia Junior Heavyweight Championship had a successful stay in the central states in a Miami Vice-themed tag team with Rocky King. <laughs> well, he kind of looks like Crockett. I kind of get yeah. that. Rick
0: Steiner does a body slam so high that while he's in there, he, like, strains himself out like a diver and, like, dives down. Yeah. Like, he has time to, like, move his body around because the dude's eight feet in the air. We have yeah. top-shelf red tights, which surprised me when you said that these guys were real guys because... Yeah only real guys could actually do the Frankensteiner and we don't get we don't get a Frankensteiner yeah. like I thought they were gonna set it up and they just do a tilt the world backbreaker instead it's kind of weird because they do a you know the bulldog off of Scott mm-hmm. but they never tag in Rick so Scott's always the legal man and the rest yeah. is like yeah
1: whatever I do have to mention this as far as Tom Jones our not unusual wrestler over here some of his ring names include the not just Tom Jones. I'm trying to think if that's if that is his real real name. And Tom I Jones, think it is. But if that is your, real, your name. real name. Exactly. Also wed by Black Olympia. Black Olympia? Yes. Mr. Ebony. There's, <laughs> There's nothing, nothing black about this guy.
0: Tom Jones. Unless I'm looking at the wrong guy.
1: Go back. Am I looking at the wrong
0: guy? One guy looks like the dude from Drew Carey when he was in office space. Another dude looks like Sting. If you ordered Sting from Wish.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then this is the wrong Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not a black Tom. Jones. Oh, darn it! I have the wrong Tom Jones on here. Oh, never mind. Thirty-eight minutes, two seconds. You got partying
0: grandma. She is sixty-five years old. She's got her giant glasses on, and she loves the Steiner. She wants. Oh well, no. She wants both the Steiner. Yeah. And a dude in suspenders. He went to the wrestling <laughs> event in suspenders. Well, I, I think he's. I think he's dressed as IRS suspenders and a tie on with the pants. Yeah. I'm cosplaying uh, before it's cosplay. We're just like a weirdo. Oh, wait a minute. That is cosplay. You're not too far off. Into the event center.
1: Back to the event center with Mooney. We only get one promo, and this one is from Mr. Perfect. And he does have the one-liner here he calls our narcissist, the narcissist, Lex Loser. Ooh, I haven't seen The Champion yet. No, not at all. There hasn't been a single thing on Brett. Nope. I haven't seen
0: Yokozuna yet what the hell like three segments perfect and lex
1: a little bit on doink a little bit on gonzalez flashbacks call your cable company order now (laughs) here it comes here it comes order (laughs) it now order it now this won't work
0: they never took the order, there. They never once fucking took the order. Every fucking pay per is the same <laughs> shit. I'm down, dumb. Yeah, dumb I, the wonder, I, I, I want to see that pay per view. I'm there. I'm tuned in. Like, <laughs> it's going to start. It's going to start. And it's, now it's 8.06. And there's no fucking pay per view. It's a flashback. It's always on a Sunday. No one works on Sunday. You can't get an operator on a Sunday. Give you me your no. your
1: address, sir. I'm sent you ordered.
0: God damn it. You okay? Oh, Back yeah, I'm good. I'm good.
1: So let's finally talk about the heavyweight title match. Yes. I found out in, in my, my findings here, this was the day that he found out, I don't know if he found out before this promo or not, but this was the day that he finds out that he's going to lose the belt to Yoko.
0: He looks pissed.
1: Yeah. He looks so bitter. <laughs> so what do you think about the match? He's like, who gives a f-? I don't care. Like, whatever.
0: Macho mentioned yeah. that he was also beaten by Yoko, so I guess that match had happened.
1: Yeah, it must have happened. I thought it was going to happen at night, but uh, it must have happened that that week. They don't play up the fact that he lost too much. Like Macho is the one that actually says it. Vince never says it when he's talking about what any kind of advice that Macho could give to Brett. He just talks about, you know, you faced him, but he didn't say anything about you lost. And Macho is the one that actually says he lost.
0: I think Macho is trying to like take the sting out of it. He's like, look, dude, we all got to lose this shit sometime. We got respect, I respect you. They respect you. Everybody respects you. It's cool. You did a good job. You held the belt well for, for a good chunk of time. No hard mm-hmm. feelings. You, 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 you did well for your first time. Yeah. It's yeah. like emo Brett in full effect. Yeah. I'm the excellence of execution. That's going to execute <laughs> excellently.
1: The best there is, best there was, apparently the, not the best there ever will be. And I'm the best there was full stop. That's it. What <laughs> you mean? The best there
0: is, best there ever will be. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> 42 minutes 58 seconds in a great shot of it's apparently a legendary collector's item the chipped eagle belt you see the there chipped wing and this yep. will be the belt that's going to lose one of the sidebars before a stone cold wins it vanishes for a while and then returns more inane belt
1: knowledge from dom <laughs> that's pretty cool i do love that belt though that is my favorite belt
0: if i was going to get a winged eagle like a real one if i was going to hey it's on ebay wife yeah sell the car it'd be one of two it'd be the dual plated one that was originally unveiled wrestlemania 4 or 5-ish one or the chipped eagle but yep. the chipped eagle by the end of its runs it um, busted if you go back to that wrestlemania 14 the whole belt is yeah. shot i think Macha's like hey look dude good on you we all gotta lose to hogan one way or another
1: yeah. <laughs> it all comes
0: back to Hogan no matter what. Just lube up and breathe deep, big guy. You'll be okay.
1: Yeah. We're all we're gonna have to suffer through this for the next couple of weeks. So yeah. but that's our price to pay. He's not gonna
0: be champion, but the next year, when you look back on it, is the the Hitman Heart Show. They try Lex out, don't go with it. Brett becomes king of the ring. Brett starts getting into the program with his brother, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Brett wins the rumble. With with that tie, where he and Luger at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. steals the show twice because he has a super match with his brother and then wins the title and everybody's coming out yeah. congratulating him. The whole next year is a rebuild of Brett. Well, that's it's okay, bad. dude. It's all right. Need that. It's, it's gonna, all right. gonna get better. Definitely gonna get better. Here well. we go, dude. the next we meet? Yes, WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania nine here it comes, baby. The only thing worse than nine is fifteen, and we saw both of them. (laughs) Oh well,
1: yeah. Sayonara, Undertaker. Shawn Michaels has left the building.